Yo, yes, what sir. What's happening? Back again, man. Already. How you feeling, fool? It's a Monday, man. Yeah. It's a Monday. Monday is really supposed to be the day that you're supposed to be the most energetic. Man, listen. Whoever made that up, was that's some bullshit. Real talk. Monday is how you start your whole week off. You're supposed to, bro, but you know how it worked, dog. That never normally seems to happen that way. <laughs> right. Now, it's something you got to, like, mentally program yourself to be on that type Pretty of time much. with. Pretty much, man. For <laughs> sure, man. But, shoot, we're going to go ahead and get into the episode, man. Um, You know, this one is, is more so another, uh, especially for my, my, my topics that I got, a more um, thought-provoking episode. Um, I don't know, man. I, th- I think I'm gonna let you go first, man. We're gonna see what you got, and then I'm okay, gonna piggyback cool. off you. Hey, that's not a problem, dog. You know what I'm saying? We gotta, like I said, man, another thought provoking episode, and mine's kind of a little along the lines of the same, bro. And I'm gonna just start mine off hot, man. Do you think having closure in life in general, as far as relationships with women or just relationships business wise? homeboy, homegirl relationships, like, do you feel like having closure is very important in life? Because a lot of times, right, bro, we all say we always have closure, or but a lot of times I feel like closure is very important. And a lot of times I feel like people misunderstand closure in the sense of really feeling like they have closure, Right? or have closure or closing a chapter in their life when it's like, bro, you really didn't close it for real. Like, you, you feel that you did right. consider it, but it's like you really did it. You know what I'm saying? So how important you really, like, how important do you feel it is to genuinely have closure and closing, closing chapters in life is? I mean... I feel like as far as business, which is the most important category you name, I feel like it definitely should be closure when it comes to business, you know, depending on what type of business you're doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I got a sponsor deal and you pull it for whatever reason, yeah, nigga, I need closure. So why you just took some bread out of my pockets? You know what I'm saying? Or why, why, you know, you went, like, I really want to know if I go, like, let's say I'm auditioning for something or whatever, I really want to know why you picked that person over me. Like, I, I, I'm i really going to want to know because that can also, you know, help me out in the future. Okay, well, that person did this, you know, so next time I do go audition, I got to go above beyond what the, the next man did that got the job over me. You know what I'm saying? Or it could uh, easily just be, like you said, just or just knowing that homie was just better than me. Yeah, just knowing you know that bro was just like, better than me and I got to step my shit up. Like, yeah, like let me know. Yeah. Um, as far as relationships go, man, uh, I was a person at one point that said I didn't need closure until I needed it. Like, nah, I need to know why the hell you did this goofy ass shit and why this ain't, you know, why I had such high hopes for this and it just didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? And then I've been a person on the other end to, you know, uh, somebody has came to me, you know, for closure and, and they, they needed answers, but I feel like when you become an adult, man, you get a certain age. I feel like closure all across the board, no matter what it is, is just necessary. And it's common courtesy as well. Even well, if bro. you don't need the closure, 
just just reach out and just give it to somebody. Just you just never know, man. So that's my that's my opinion on it. What about you? How you feel about it? Honestly, bro, a lot of what you said is how I feel. I, I feel like for me, bro, closure across the board, business, relationships, friendships, I think it's very important, man, because like you you said a very, very good poignant word. And you said just common courtesy. Right. I think a lot of that a lot of that comes down to common courtesy, dog. Like you know, when you live in this life and you walk this path that we all walk, which is this thing called life, right? You grow and you realize, like, how important closure truly is. Like you said, there's people that might not look and deem closure as important, right? You're like, all right, whatever, you know, we get it, I get it, I don't, I don't. But you can't also have that same mentality as far as the world because just because you might feel that way, homie, don't mean the next person don't deem closure as important. Right. You know what I mean? Because I think closure is very important. And and I really and the reason why, like you said, even with business as well as relationships, I like to know because for me, I use closure as a form of, okay, now I can truly properly reset. Right. Because a lot of times, right, we go off in life and we don't have the proper closure. We be in relationships and X, Y, Z. But it's like in different relationships and everything. But it's like, damn, bro, over your life expectancy of dating, you got so many unclosed chapters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, for real. And, and, and not to say that's a make or break thing, but it's very, very like you got so many unclosed chapters in your life, bro. And then it it's also all- depends, not to cut you off. So go ahead. Just to piggyback on what you said about, you know, we have a relationship. And I, uh, it also depends on how serious the relationship is. I mean, of course, once you get up in age, every relationship should be serious. I mean, exactly. I don't... You shouldn't just be entertaining some shit that just ain't for you, just entertaining. So, you know, I mean, but unless it's like that to where, you know, let's say, for instance, y'all in your early 20s or whatever, you're just going with the flow of things, having fun. You might be living a college life or whatever, and then you, know, you just go separate ways or whatever, but more... I don't think that you might not need closure for that because, you know, just the the element of the situation that y'all had really won't nothing to begin with. But in serious situations like relationships, man, once it's like y'all was dating with a purpose, nah, it, it definitely should be closure, like you said, for sure. No, it has to be. It has to be, bro. I just feel like it's just... Because like you said, as we get older, man, I really, really realize really truly how important that shit is, bro. It's important, man. Not having closure, man. Sometimes, man, for people that really, really messes with their spirit, man, it messes people up. Mm-hmm. If they don't have it, because it's like, damn, bro. Now, all right, um, it's the one episode of, of the Wayans brothers, right? Right. So Sean, he had trouble just committing to females. Like he'll date a female for a while, but then, you know, it will come a point in time to where, as it starts to kind of grow to get serious, he'll find any old reason to just break up with him. Right, and then he found out once they did once they went into their stuff through high school, and he had a girlfriend from high school that um, you know, on prom night she didn't show up. Now the reason behind that was she gave Marlon a note. It's a family emergency. She gave Marlon a note at lunch to give to him, but he forgot to give it to him. So Sean always thought like, dang, at this particular time, my love of my life, my high school sweetheart, she left me hanging. Man, bro, who cared about Sean? He's prom night, got my got a little massage, you know what I'm saying? So he took that with him all those years. Later, like, no, I can't even really probably commit to a woman because 
you know, I've just that really fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, Molly went ahead, found Shardy, and redid his prom night and brought Shardy back for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know, I might have fucked up back then, but hey, I'm in it right now. You know what I'm saying? And granted, nothing came of it because, my, you know, Sean found out, like, dang, you know, Shardy got hella kids now and this, that, and the third. You still sexy, but dang, hold on. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, we can't rekindle quite because where your life is and where my life at, they don't intertwine. But he did respect how what Marlon did helped him close an important chapter in his life. He got the closure that he needed, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I use that as an example of sometimes people don't understand how important closure truly is, bro. Like, that could really, really mess with your... Your, your life, bro, as far as certain things you might can't do because it's like, you know, I just feel like people should never underestimate people's rhyme or reason behind anything. Right. I mean, never to, know. to be transparent, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I had a situation like that to where I was dating a chick and, you know, we we ended on terms that were just kind of like a question mark. You know what I'm saying? And I was over the of course, the ship sailed or whatever, and it wasn't no. Oh, I still want the girl back or whatever. But I would be in whole a whole nother situation. It's like, what the fuck happened to this? Like, what really went on? That shit for me, man. That shit lasted about nigga. I would say about a year until I finally just had the phone conversation with her and got you know what I needed. I'm like, okay, now nah, I'm cool, and I can you know for sure go on and flourish, and you know do my thing now but uh, yeah it's it can really mentally fuck with you i'm talking about seriously nah bro people underestimate that man they can yeah that shit really crazy man i don't think people do people don't understand that bro they don't i get it fully i understand it right that could fuck with you you know what i'm saying because I just feel like closure is very, very important. And y'all out there in podcast land, if you are one of these people that feel like, oh man, don't worry, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, she's like, you know, Vaughn said, ship sail, you know, life goes on. Maybe you are one of those people who really can move on with your life without properly having closure. Or you could be one of those people that we talked about in the last episode where you fronting like. <laughs> You fronting, you hiding, you a hiding ass nigga. Like, right? Things, you know, it's all good, but whole time you really do feel like it's important, but you just don't want to say it because you don't want to dredge up certain emotions and feelings from past to whatever the case may be. But the reality of it is, y'all don't be afraid to dredge up them old feelings, man. Because if anything, in the long run, all you're doing is hurting yourself. Real talk, talk us. Business, man. And, and 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 the last thing I'm gonna say about that: some people might be scared. Like I ain't gonna stunt. Before I got mines, I was low key kind of nervous because it's the fear of the unknown. I think like, a lot of it is what fear. What the fuck was it? So it's like, a lot of it is fear, bro. I think for the most part, um, it is fear. Right. So it's like, man, I don't know what this person going to say. Yeah, this closure might hurt, but I really want to. But look, though, regardless mm-hmm. of anything hurt or not, you need it, though. Yeah, you need it. You know what I'm saying? So after you take that 30 minutes to 45, the hour, you know, because it hurt. Really take that time, especially when you're grown, to step back outside of yourself and be like, at the end of the day, I got my closure, though. Right. I needed to hear that. And that's exactly how I felt. So, yeah, man, we definitely agree on that shit. And like he said, man, for all the listeners, 
if you one of those people who need it, whether you scared or not, man, go get that closure, man. I don't care if it's from your parents. Real talk, you want to know why your daddy left. Don't be Real like, talk. oh, fucking here, man. Go get your answers, man. Go get your answers, man. Real talk. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and get it on one of my one of my topics, and mine was pretty much on just spreading yourself out to get what you need to be fulfilled as an individual. And I feel like um, I feel like a lot of times, and since you know we kind of on slightly on the relationship thing, I feel like a lot of times we tend to put everything on our, our spouse or our partner, girlfriend or boyfriend to pretty much give us everything that we need. You know what I'm saying? And I come to realize as time goes on, as I got older to where, you know, sometimes what you really truly need might not come from your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Mm. Um, some things that you might need might not come from your parents. Mm. And, uh, you know, sometimes you got to just spread yourself out and you got to just, you got to just click up with people who, you know, can fill those certain slots and those certain voids that you have. Like, like say for instance, I'm in a relationship. I might not be able to connect with you on that level to really understand what you're going through in that moment. But that's why you got your girlfriend. That's why you got your homegirl, because your homegirl can do that. Fact. But you putting all the pressure on me to to fill that void where I might not be the one that can fill it, but your homegirl can. And I, it might be certain things that I can fulfill that, you know, that helps you out. And I feel like that's just what it is, man. Like, we got to we gotta start spreading ourselves out to really, you know, get the fulfillment we need in other people, you know, and I was like that even, you know, growing up and just, and I, I'm not gonna bash my dad and say that, you know, my dad was just an ain't shit dude, because that's just not the case, but um, was the ball dropped a little bit? Of course. Talk about it. Was the ball dropped? Absolutely. But what I came to realize is that, you know, for so many years, I kind of held a grudge. I'm like, oh, man, my pop just wasn't this for me. And, you know, he, he, he didn't, he didn't, you know, do X, Y, and Z. But it's like, I understand that. But there were certain coaches you had coming up when you was playing sports and boxing and football that did do that. You know, I had a boss who, when I was on um, my first job I had, when I was looking at Harris Teeter, and, you know, my boss, I kind of called him like my second pops, gave me game bonded with me, even taught me how to drive. Yeah. So that same grudge that I was holding on to my pops about certain things like, okay, well, he might not was there to fill that void, but along the way, the things that I needed, I got it. And I just got it from other people. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, man, when it comes to, like I say, once again, when it comes to certain things that you need, we got to stop being so dependent on just one person, no matter what the status of that person is, whether it's your parent, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your, your boss, whatever. Like, spread yourself out, man, and, you know, get certain people to fill, you know, certain pockets. That's why I said in the last episode, every friend should serve a different purpose. You should have friends that you know you can. It's some friends that you should you can be able to come and vent to, and it's some that might not be that type of friend that you can just lay all your burdens on. You know what I'm saying? He might be good for something else. But don't just throw all your weight and everything on one person 
because you're gonna be disappointed and you're gonna be mad and resentful of that person where in all actuality you might need to spread yourself out a little bit more. So that's pretty much my second topic, right? With my first topic. Okay, okay. Uh, for me, I think that's very I think that's a very powerful topic, man, because I think we do find ourselves sometimes wanting things from people that really is like or just want, or just, or all out, just wanting things from the wrong people. Right. Because just like you said, you might be trying to search for this from your, from your girl, but whole time it's like, who knows, bro? You might could just get that from your homeboy. Real talk, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? As far as certain, certain forms of support or certain things, forms of understanding. Um, parents, like you said, what you might not get from your parents, a football coach or a mentor might can fill that void. Right. So I think that that is a very important thing because I think sometimes we get caught up being a prisoner of thought of that. Right. Feeling like, damn, man, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, damn, maybe you, maybe what you're seeking for, that person ain't giving it to you or can't give it to you because they ain't the person that you were deemed to get that from. Exactly. So I can definitely understand and see where you're coming from with that as well because I myself have over just the time of of just like I said getting older you you really understand that bro for real so I definitely feel you on that and it's not even and it's not even the fact that this person won't give it to you it's the fact that bro that maybe nothing was ever gave to them to give to you like really? sometimes you gotta really look deep into this shit like even when it comes to your parents and relationships, bro. Okay, she she's not able to pour into you. You wanna know why? Because nobody's probably ever poured into her. You know so what there's man? nothing she can give you. It's like it's 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 nothing. So maybe you might want to try to get it somewhere else. The same with your parents, bro. The shit don't come with a a a a, a, a manual. Like being a parent, yeah. I'm not a parent yet, but For sure. you know, or or bro, not to cut you off, to go even deeper, bro. Not mm-hmm. being not being mad or, or judgeful of a person of how you feel how a person might feel like, okay, this individual over here ain't giving me enough to where it's like, nah, bro, all that this person is giving you might really be all they can give you. Exactly. But they doing it to the best of their ability and all that they can muster though. Exactly. And it took me twenty four years to even understand that even thought process. Nah, trust me, bro. <laughs> At 32, I'm slowly grasping it. That sometimes and this person's giving this about all they can give, man. That's all they can give. And hey, listen, if, if if you are depending and putting everything on that person to be everything for you, you might want, I mean, you can, if that's your mentality, then all right, well, go and try to find somebody to check off all these boxes, but it's a good chance that that's just not going to happen. Yeah. And, just, and, that, and that doesn't mean that this person isn't a good person or the right. person from you because of that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes as, as people, we got to know how to differentiate stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think we don't do that enough. We're really headstrong or nah. You know, this how it should, this, this should be. I want it to be supposed to be. But it's like, unfortunately, this thing called life, which I think the title of this episode should just be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. This thing called life. You're not gonna get that, bro. Unfortunately, because if it was that simple, a whole lot of stuff in this life would be different. Exactly. If it was that simple, yeah, you know I mean, and and that's just a whole another rabbit hole we can go down with just if things was that simple. You know what I mean? So I definitely think that that's something. Again, out in podcast land, take heed to that, man. Don't go around in this world 
having this mind thought or preconceived notions of wanting things from people and you're pinpointing, I want this from him or this from her, when the reality right. is don't even go into it with that mentality. You can't, man. Sometimes you got to go. Sometimes you got to be trial and error, fight or flight. You got to go in. Sometimes you got to just live it to, to, to know how to, to put the pieces together. And sometimes, man, you got to really meet people where they are. Where at. they are, straight up. Sometimes Straight you up. really have to, cause you don't I'm, do that enough either. Exactly, we can't. One thing, one thing, we gotta stop, man. We gotta stop being so quick to, um, uh, and that kind of leads into my 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 other topic. So I'm gonna stop it right now. I'm, I'm gonna let you go ahead and get your sack on off, cause that's gonna be yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I think it's funny because what we just was talking about, it kind of transitions into my next topic. Okay. Because my next topic is, you know, codependency, bro. Um, do you think that, cause, I mean, I know what people think the natural obvious answer to that is, right? But what do you, what is your opinion and what are your thoughts on codependency? Do you think that it's just all around a bad thing or do you think, it can it can be bad depending on how you use it, but it is a place for it in life. Codependency. All right, I'm having a dumb moment. You got to elaborate exactly. Okay, codependency. <laughs> like people feeling like you know. Okay, for example, you know how you got those people right that feel like they can't function sometimes or or do something unless they wake up and get their little wake and bake of some weed. Oh yeah. Okay. Or you know, just give you a little slight example like that, or or people that feel like they, you know if they want to do a music or so to speak, man, I gotta hit this J before I do these raps. When the reality of it is, do you have to do that before you rap, or is that really just a codependency thing? I mean, I see that that's kind of tricky, man. Because I mean, hey, what, what, whatever whatever floats your boat floats your boat. I know I was watching a um. A uh, a like documentary on the group on Funkadelic, yeah. And it, and it for you guys who don't know Funkadelic, um, old school, uh, kind of um, funk. Yeah, funk. Like I was thinking about the genre, like the funk genre that was going on around, like what was it, like the seventies. Yeah, like you could say all you know all through the seventies, but more yeah. so the mid to late seventies. Yeah, mid to late seventies, kind of faded out in the mid eighties, and um, you know, just just a, a, a atomic dog, and you know, all that type of um music or whatever. And in the documentary, they was pretty much saying, like, yo, like, we got so high off the of LSD before we did music. That's why it sounded like that. And they yeah. said that this was, like, every single studio session is LSD, and that's what helped them create that type of music. So it's like, as bad as I'm going to say, nigga, that's crazy, that was some hard-ass music. No, nah, but if you want to be real, and that's the same thing John even said. John Rue said, he was like, yo, a lot of the records that y'all love from me back then, my nigga, they was done off liquor, weed, and Hennessy, nigga. Right. And, 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 and ecstasy. <laughs> right. That kind of got me thinking, like, shit, all this is like the weekend, Travis Scott. Like, what the fuck is y'all doing in them sessions? It sound like that. Weed and ecstasy, dog. But um, <laughs> but yeah, when they come to that, I I mean, I feel like in some cases, man, the artists might need that. 
But if you're not an artist, dude, and you you know, outside of the music shit, if you're just an average Joe working a nine to five, you don't really need that weed in the morning to get your day going. That come on now. Now, now I will say to play devil's advocate though. You know, I, I, like you said, I think whatever floats your boat floats your boat. But I think naturally for me, I, of course, I want to say you you definitely shouldn't or don't need that. But I guess it really just depends on the individual, dog. You know what I'm saying? I think code, I, my opinion on codependency, I think it's a place for that in this in, in life. But I also think it's how you use it. You know, don't allow your codependency to necessarily be a crutch. Right. Right. Because you, if you use your codependency in the sense of, all right, like, like for example, for me, you know, what I'm saying, I have this thing to where, when you know, and I'm and I'm gonna be real enough to you know say it, you know, when I have a girlfriend, you know, what I'm saying, and with my girl, I look at a situation where, but but when I say codependent, I don't mean it as every form of facet, right? I mean in the sense of. I'm real big on companionship, bro, right? Like okay. being around my girl, spending time, really creating those memories, being up under me sometimes, right? So I'm the type of cat where I could really be codependent sometimes and just always wanting that. Sometimes being like, hey, yo, let's go out and to the movies or let's go out and, you know, let's go out and create some memories, you know what I'm saying? Which I love to do, right? But sometimes... I love that so much. I can be codependent on shit. Let's let's date in. Let's date in tonight. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but but I also understand that it. But I also being that I love to do the the going out, create memories thing too. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a problem with doing so. I, I don't allow my codependency on that. To now, sometimes it might seem like it is, and I have to get rain in, right? But my ability to not allow that to go that far. Is yes, codependency I feel is needed, but I think it's up to you as the individual how to, again, like we said, <coughs> the last topic, me. differentiate how you be, how you use your codependency. Right now, now the example that you get, that's more so on the spectrum of understanding. Like I, I understand that because that's your girl, that's a relationship, right? Yeah. Now. Flip the coin. Let's say you was just an individual who just I need to smoke weed to get through the day. <laughs> yeah, nigga, I'm not buying that. And I, I knew people who were like that. Like every single day, like they needed to smoke weed to start the day. When the day when they got off work, they had to smoke weed. When they stressed out, they had to smoke weed. It's like, hey, bro, like, have you ever heard of a stress ball? You know, you can buy it in the five and below, right? That, like, well, we're not judging you for smoking. We're not judging for smoking, but you don't need to smoke for every situation. Get a gym membership. Hitting a heavy yeah, bag yeah, yeah. really relieves really stress. Be, doing <laughs> drugs can't be your anti-drug. You know what it, I mean? it, it, exactly. So, I mean, yeah. when it comes to that, no. Now, like I said, on the creative side, some people do need it to get the creative juices flowing. That's no, for sure. And I, I don't under- judge it. Yeah, I, I kind of throw that in the... In, in, um, in the realm of what you're talking about, relationships. I mean, I just do. But every day, just to get to work on time or to have a good day, uh, I can't rock that. I'm sorry. 
You said that could, that codependency just shouldn't shouldn't happen. I get it. <laughs> yeah, that's just like all right. And then at the same time, coming from I mean, this and this is also coming from somebody guys who don't smoke or drink. So, see, that's uh, why I'm trying to be a little know. more impartial on it, which I do understand. You shouldn't have to look at every wake and turn needing to do that to cope or to get through the day. Right. Even as a person that has and do partake. You know, a little bit still to this day in the, in the drinking and the smoking. I do think that you moderation is a motherfucker. Yeah, for sure. Moderation is a motherfucker. I don't think at every turn you should have to do that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also, again, not judging a person because you also got to think too. Man, a lot of people, anxiety is a motherfucker as well. Yeah. So sometimes the codependency on a certain, which I think drugs still isn't good for that but some people do also have it like that because they have really bad anxiety and so forth and so on right you know what i'm saying granted get some real proper medication for that but again not judging on the cats that due to that that i need to have that blend i need it you know what i'm saying i try i would say not judging it and with all respectfully you know what i'm saying i get it but i also at the same time don't get it you know what i mean but I'm not judging you as those individuals out there who do because, you know, I don't walk your path. I don't walk, you know, your walk in your shoes. You know what I mean? And if that's something that you do feel that you need to, again, I may not agree within my life and in my, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to, I'm not going to ridicule you neither. Right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not judging them either, but I got to be honest and say that I don't understand it. What I will say though is, um, you know, just be open to just at least trying new things, of trying course. new things that are Again. codependent. You know, mm-hmm. let's go ahead. Now I'm saying I was agreeing with you to expound on what you said. Moderation, oh, yeah, like yeah, we yeah. said, like in moderation. Like, don't okay, listen, today. yeah, don't smoke today. Oh, okay. How about let's let let's 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 substitute the weed for maybe a morning walk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Let's get some fresh air this morning. Maybe that'll help. I know for me, and this might sound corny as fuck, but it just is what it is. I cannot start the day in the morning if I don't drink fucking half the gallon of Deer Park water that I got. Like, I, I have to. Like, if I wake up in the morning, I just get up and go, man, my brain is going to be so fucking foggy. And I done done it so many. Like, it don't even matter. I could wake up and have a Sprite in the morning. It is not going to do the same thing as me drinking a shit ton of water. And that's something that I'm codependent on. Like, I have to do that every single day. It's mandatory. You know what? I can definitely see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that also, shit is mandatory. Also just having breakfast, bro. Just putting something on your brain. Right. Just, like, I think that's important. I don't see how niggas just get up and just go. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I damn sure can't skip I would breakfast. say as a person who does do that and and, are, and and definitely have been victim of doing that, bro. It is not for the faint of heart, and it's not okay. And I don't, I don't, I don't think it's cool. You can just get up and go. Get up and go sometimes without, you know, saying drinking anything or yes, and your fucking brain and your shit is in a fucking fog. For, uh, for <laughs> ah, did he go out? Ah, who's my nigga? You went out for a second. You back. Go ahead. Oh, my fault. My fault, y'all. But, you know, you just running off fumes. <laughs> right. Like a couple of eyes. You'll come to eventually, you know what I mean? But, yeah, probably from, like, 8 to, like, 12, my nigga, or 8 to, like, 10 or 11, you running off straight fumes, nigga. 
Like real talk, man. I just can't. I've done it. Even coffee. I coffee don't even work when it comes to that. Like I have to have water. So I'm a I get real, it. Man. I don't even fuck with coffee, dog. Like that. Me neither. I, I had it like a few times, and it just. Uh, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it either, bro. I don't fuck with coffee. You fuck with frappuccinos? I never really had frappe before. What? But but I but I will say I think I will like it from what it looks like, but I just never been a fan. Man, listen. When you got time today, stop by your nearest Starbucks and listen to me. Get you a vanilla bean frappuccino, right? Yeah. With extra cream, extra sugar, and tell them to add like chocolate drizzle on it. Okay. That's that shit gonna be hit. I'm telling you. Oh, don't be wrong. Starbucks be hitting any motherfucking way. That no, shit we, gonna we, be hit. I'm telling you. So I, I'm, I believe you anyway. Starbucks is gonna cite shit anyway. That shit is crazy. All right, who turn is? Is it mine or yours? Or did you uh, did you uh, already say yours? I don't I don't know. Shit, uh, I think it's on you. You were talking about codependency. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, mine's is pretty much kind of. It was going to segue into you know what what we was leaving off of when I was on on my last topic, and that's just giving people the benefit of the doubt, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's something that we don't really do a lot. I feel like. So I feel like that's lost. I feel like pretty much we tend to overanalyze things. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, bro. My headphones dropped out. All right, I'm back. Know, good, so I feel like we tend. We yes. tend. Oh, yeah, we definitely tend to overanalyze just people, you know, and it's like. Situations, too. Yeah, situations. We're very quick to just throw throw a person away because something happened or they did something that we just in that moment don't agree with. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we should really just get back to being, you know, just giving more second chances to people, man. Like, just giving people the benefit of doubt. And if they do it, like For I sure. said in the last episode. And, and understand, I think truly trying to understand people as well. Because I exactly. think even if it's over just more than one instance, obviously if this person is just trying to figure out, okay, why is this? Or, okay, bro, um, just talk to me, dog. Like, Because I think the problem with a lot of things is once you have another, a full, true understanding and meeting at a common ground, a lot of things that you may not have liked, even if you don't like them, you get it and you understand now. Right. You feel me? Where it's okay, I get it now. You know what I'm saying? Right. But where you didn't get it when you still when you didn't have your understanding and clarity. Because when you didn't get it, it's like, what the fuck is up with this nigga? You know what I mean? Right. Matter of fact, all right, boom. For instance. <laughs> this, 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 this might this might be funny. Name one thing that I that I do on a regular since you met me that you don't understand. <laughs> nah, because you see, when you put people on the spot sometimes with stuff, it's hard to really. I'm putting me on the spot. This is about to shed the light on me, goddamn. Damn. I really can't say, bro, because. I'm thinking about the phone calls. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, I was giving you I was giving you one of them phone calls. I know you'd be like, why this nigga? No, I, I actually, bro, I don't, I don't look at bro. 
Cause that's Ooh. one thing. That's one thing I always had to explain to people. Like I said, but all the time, like, bro, I hate texting with a fucking passion. Yeah, I, I, I hate texting. Like I can call somebody for the littlest shit. I I, I could have said through text. I just gotta call. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you want if you want to nitpick it, I mean, you could say that, bro. But right. I'm not, but I really don't have a problem with that, though. Right. Okay. But now that you put, now throw me on the spot, nigga. I'm gonna throw myself on the spot. <laughs> Damn, man. So, all right. So, one thing that you do that I don't understand. Yeah. Shit, nigga. I. Ain't... One thing that Brian does that I don't understand. Shit. It might be not getting to the phone fast enough, nigga, at times when you <laughs> Nah, yeah, nigga, why the fuck? And I know that phone be in your hand too, nigga. Nah, so but no, look though, no, bro. Sometimes it truly don't. Or or man, Sprint slash T Mobile be on BS so much. Right. Man, I've been getting phone calls or certain texts or just things, and I might not get him an alert or something for a couple hours later. What or I might hell? not get it at all. So it's a plethora of things, man. That or quiet is kept not having my phone on me at the particular time or not being able to acquiesce and pick up at the particular time. Right. There's one thing about me, I tried to break out of ignoring a motherfucking call. Right. <laughs> it used to be like years ago, I used to just sometimes I'm off like talking to this motherfucker and I call him back. Right. This, you know what I'm saying? And now I've really gotten to a place where I'm like, nah, let me not do that, bro, because God forbid, you know, if I if I can answer it, I'm gonna answer it, bro, because God forbid, dog. Something, you know, what if the person was really going through something, bro, and was calling me to to stop them from making a horrible mistake. Right. Hey, what's that shit I say when every time I call you and you don't answer, you'll call back and I pick up? Yeah. What what's that be, shit I be <laughs> It could be money on the line. It could it could have been money on the line, man. Could have money fact. on the table. You ain't that's picking up. That's another. That's another example too. It really could be some shit. You know what I mean? And sometimes you can miss out on certain particular things when you just ignore and not want to deal with a motherfucker right now at the moment. Right, like, nigga. I'm trying to deal with you, nigga. <laughs> real talk, like so, that, that's that's real shit though. So that's definitely you know what I'm saying. So yes, man, I agree with the benefit of the doubt thing, man. Because sometimes it just all comes down to just understanding each other, man. Yeah, man. You gotta you gotta really put the time in to understand the mental makeup of somebody. Come on, man. You said that perfectly, dog. Like, and that's gotta, really what it is, yeah. bro. Once you do that, man, a lot more things that a person might be high strung about about a person, once you have that, it's all so simple. Right. And then, like, <laughs> let, let, let's say you got somebody who's nonchalant. Pick their brain one day about why the hell they you feel me? Because you Who never know what you has happened in their life to make them Real not talk. give a fuck. Real talk, bro. You well, just don't why, know. Why aren't you that affectionate towards me, boo? Right? But when right. I sit down and talk to you about it, it's like, yo, man, you know, in life growing up in my household, you know, that wasn't something that was expressed a lot. So it's not that I don't want to. I really low-key genuinely don't know how to. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? Not to say I don't want to, but if I don't have the tools, hell, it goes back to the Music Soul Child song. Teach me how to love, bro. For real. Sometimes it comes, he said, I was taught the true definition of a man. I said, never cry. Work till you tired. Got to provide. Be the rock for my family. Like, I knew how I was raised to be or what I always thought it was to be a man and what, again, this thing called life is. But 
sometimes you grow and then you get older in life and meet people and live, you realize like, all right, where that is all fine and good, bro. But when it comes to the relationships and stuff, that is important. You you still need to know how to, you know what I'm saying? Leave all of that at the door and be the man that I need you to be as my husband, boyfriend, etc. So right. that's why sometimes as people, we might not know how to do that because of upbringings. And, and it's like, sometimes it comes down to, damn it, teach me. Real it's hard. And if you love that person, be what that person needs. You know what I'm saying? Because if you know their situation and understand what they've been through and what they go through, you'll be more, you'll even be more willing to acquiesce and do it because it's like, okay, right. he didn't never know how to. So let me be that bridge and buffer to that. Right. And it's going to feel even more so better once you, once it happens, because you can really look at the other side and be like, look how far we've come and I was able to bring that out of you. And you can look at your husband or significant other and be and be happy with them because being that you wanted to, you really put in the work. Right. You know what I'm saying? To do that. So I'm telling you, dog, that shit is real, man. Taking time to give you the benefit of the doubt and understand because we have a problem, dog, in this world of fearing what we don't know or fearing what we don't understand. Now, now I, I will say this because that there is a slight flip side to it. Now, talk about it. Give give people the benefit of the doubt, but don't be a fool. Oh, that's it. I, like I, I, that goes without saying. Like I said in the last episode, first time it's a mistake, second time it's a habit, the third time it's a lifestyle. Fact. So once once you get to, you know, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. But I'm seeing that this is your lifestyle. Like, you're a lion ass motherfucker. This is this this is your life. Like, you're conniving. All right, I didn't. You didn't show me this movie a thousand times. I get the picture now. I get it. I know how this ends. I can't give you that much benefit doubt no more. But but also, you know what bro, I'm saying. But also, bro, where you're so a million percent right on that, I think that also goes back to also. This benefit of the doubt thing too, because if you sit down and ask, nigga, why are you such a lying ass fuck? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sometimes if the person is really truly a real one and honest enough to be like, you know what, fuck it, I'm a real one. I'm gonna let y'all niggas know what's up because I'm not gonna. You feel that I'm lying, but I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it all the way funky with y'all. And they really tell you and break shit down. It's like, damn, bro. I mean, granted. I don't still agree with you being a lying ass ho ho ass nigga. Right. Damn, bro, I feel you though. You know what I'm saying? Like they can really tell you some shit that I have you walking away like, damn, bro. And this kind of this kind of segues into my last topic. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and get my last one out of the way. All right. Good. This kind of segues into you know one of my last ones. Change is necessary. Mm. I don't think people understand. Like, have you ever sat back and thought what the world would be like if all we had was summer? <laughs> nah, for sure. Like, for have sure. you ever sat back and thought what the world would nah, be like if talk. all we had was fucking winter, 30 nah, degrees below shit. weather? Real talk. <laughs> Change is necessary. It got to get hot. It got to get cold. It got to be spring. It got to be fall. I feel like change is changing and just evolving as a person should be at the the top list of everybody's like priorities just as when it comes to growing as an individual i i don't feel like you know i feel like five years from now i'm supposed to look back on the person that i am today and not even recognize them no more 
Real talk. You know what I'm saying? And nah, real shit though. You, you know, change is necessary. Change is definitely necessary, man. And I feel like, and I just had to, 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 to write that topic down because what I see a lot, and this is what I always argue when it came to older people. I started to understand or came to the conclusion that once a person gets in that age range of, I would say, 45 and up, who they are is who they are. So you can't, you creeping on what my last topic is going to be. You know, what I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because it's like, like, say, for instance, Brian, and we ain't going to get too nasty with it. We know certain people who we worked with in the past that was up in age. And it's like, who that person is, is just who that person is. No, facts, though. And, and that's partially why we had such the issues. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And at the time, I'll be like, damn, why this motherfucker can't change and just... But it's like, look that at the really, age. That really is this motherfucker, yo. Like, like that, like, 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 like I said, once you get 45 and up... Whatever that person shows you, man, don't even try it. Don't even try to change the perspective, no views, no outlook. No, that's who that person is. And but I also feel like when it comes to that, you just decided to stop growing as a person. Mm. You just made that decision. I don't give a fuck if you sixty. Matter of fact, yeah. So I'm gonna double back and scratch that. They just made that decision to not grow anymore. Pretty much, just like, hey, I'm at this age now. What it is is what it is. It, it is what it is. <laughs> and that should be irking my soul. Because it's like, man, no, man. We can't. I feel like the most disrespectful thing you can do is to just sit back, kick your feet up, look somebody in their face and say, this is who I am. Accept me for me. Accept it. Flaws and all. And it's flaws like, and all. Like, flaws my. are toxic. <laughs> right. Like, your flaws are toxic. You really need to change that shit. Like, what is wrong you with you? tell me to accept that from you. That's toxic as fuck. Like, that shit is just retarded, man. So, you know, like I said, man, change is just, it's, it's necessary. And it should be at the top priority list of everybody who's even, who even wants to grow as a person. Like, like, say, for instance, right, I'm 24. I just now started to really, truly read books. I would buy books, bro, and just, just sit there and look at them for months and not even get past the second chapter. But now I'm finally into the mode to where now, like, I'm really thoroughly reading books because I want to get more knowledge. I want to get more understanding. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that, that's something that I'm doing, you know, to try yeah. to change and try to evolve, man. So... Change is necessary, man. It's like the seasons. You got to have it. You got you got to keep evolving to keep changing. Because you don't, man, you're going to perish. And whatever no, your change, definition no, of perish is. Change, change, is uh, change is everything, fam. Right. Change is everything. I fucks with it. You know what I'm saying? I think that is something. <laughs> I, and I used to be the type of person that was funny style about change. You know what I'm saying? Really thinking or feeling like I didn't like change and so forth and so on. But the reality of it is, bro, like, change is something that we need. It makes the world go round. Right. For real, for real. And it's what we need. So, and like, and like I, I, I said, and I'm going to say one last thing. This might sound, you know, well, I don't care how it sounds, but I think me and you was having a conversation about this. And I said, that's why people need to die. Because mm. the world is constantly evolving and it's constantly changing. And you got some people who just ain't going to be able to grow and evolve with the times. That's why they got to go. Just Can you imagine, bro, a person from the 1920s 
coming back and seeing how he lived the day. Oh no, there'll be all types of lost and complaining and, and, and having a problem with it, and you know what I'm saying. Man, it'll be an uproar because they just like, hold on, what, what, hold on, like y'all mingling together. We got this, we got this group of people. We got fucking robots and shit. What the fuck is going on? Pretty That's much. why people gotta die out so the world can just keep going, and evolving, man. So it's changed, shit, changed. Shit, man. That that really came. See you 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 transition me into my last topic, dog. Right. You know, uh, motherfuckers being stuck in their ways, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just, and this could be older people and young, just people in general. I hate the term and the actions of being stuck in your ways, bro. Mm. Cause I feel like a motherfucker who's stuck in their ways is really just a toxic individual. Yeah. Because to me, I feel like a person that's stuck in their ways is very understood. You know how to say you know better, you do better? Mm-hmm. You know? But it's like, if you know better and still do wrong or still do, that's a problem for me. You know what I'm saying? A that's big problem. That's a very... And that's what I feel with people that's stuck in their ways are. Like, you know X, Y, Z, but you still like, I'm still just not going to do it because, you know, and then chalk it up to I'm stuck in my ways. It's like, nah, bro. You want to try to... You want to try to feel like you can control every facet of, again, this thing called life. And you fucking can't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. You have to be held accountable. You know what I'm saying? You have to be wrong sometimes. You have to sometimes acquiesce when you really don't want to. You know what I'm saying? And you know? then on top of that, you you might be stuck in your ways because motherfuckers sit back and babied and pacified your ways pretty for so long. So. Pretty, that, that could be a huge reason why. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be looking at certain motherfuckers like, yo, ain't, ain't none of y'all stand up to this nigga yet? Niggas been coddled. <laughs> Real talk. You niggas been coddled. Real shit. You been coddled for so long. You know what I mean? Right. It's kind of like Ben Simmons. Like, ain't none of y'all tell this nigga he need to get a three-point shot in, in five years? Like, you niggas, yeah, just make you be like, you know, exactly. It make you almost to the point to where I'm looking at this nigga funny, but I'm also looking at the right. around them, around this person funny because y'all, y'all passing, like you said, pacifying this shit. So exactly. y'all never told this motherfucker or told this bro, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Real shit. And, and don't tell me y'all have, bro, because if you really did, bro, the form, the formation and the. And, the, and just to formulate how this motherfucker move and not be, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> nah. It'll be totally different. Yeah, you didn't say a damn <clears> thing. <throat> you probably thought, you had the thought of it, motherfucker. <laughs> right. You don't have to say, say it. <laughs> no, nah, you ain't say shit to that nigga, man. That's At why he's still shooting like that. And, that. and that's why I hate it, bro, with a passion, this whole thing about stuck in your ways. Because I feel like that's that's a state of mind, bro. It you is. You don't have to be that. You know what I'm saying? You, you you mentally putting yourself in bondage by doing that. And that. Honestly, that's exactly what you're doing. So that's why I look at shit like that, man. And I'm just really like, dog, that's corny. Like, you know what I'm saying? Stop being. And I think people once they people that are stuck in their ways and actually, and some do actually get out and and, and see the out, uh, you know, being able to see the light. Even they'll look back and be like, damn, bro, I can't believe I was like that. Right. Because you realize how much differently and you know you see things and how just like wow less stress you have because it takes time and energy 
to just fucking be like that, bro. It do. It truly do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It takes time and energy to just be an ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for no reason at all. Just because you want to be. You know what I'm saying? It takes time to be an ass. Like, like you're really taking the time. And then do you really, do you truly want what comes with being an asshole? Like, like niggas is not going to like ass, bro. Like, you dig what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Like man, I was about to say somebody's name, man, but and you know, I, you know him too, but I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> we ain't gonna name drop this episode. Mm, no, man, not this episode. <laughs> I let, let my homie Slim do that. Yeah, yeah, Slim, he don't, Slim give, a don't give a fuck. Slim don't give a fuck. I do. <laughs> Slim will be like, yeah, that nigga Mark from Elm Street. I'm like, yeah. right, like, <laughs> like hey, fuck it, nigga, I said it, nigga, turn up. Right, I'm with you, dog. I got your back. <laughs> oh man! I'm pull up. They got a problem, nigga. Fuck Real talk. We said it, nigga. What's up? We standing on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's so funny about the episode because I was actually fucking around. I was like, nigga, no, we don't even know no Marco M Street. I was just like, I just said, nigga said, no, nah, I'm talking about so and so. I said, this nigga just don't care. <laughs> they do not care, man. Oh man. That's my nigga Slim, though. Hey, bro. Guy, my guy, shoot, guy, man. Gotta fuck with my nigga, man. That <laughs> shit crazy, man. He'll throw it out there. Right. It's true, though, bro. It's so true, man. And I, and I ain't got no no love for a motherfucker who just like to be toxic, man. Oh, yeah. Me, me neither. I, you gotta I don't have like all types that. of stomach ulcers and everything, bro, if you just wanna be a stuck-in-your-ways-ass nigga. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, bro, like the energy and just the all around. You see what I'm saying? All it's type like, of sicknesses must come from that shit. You must got hyperextension, a hyper. You gotta think, diabetes. bro. It's energy and a lot of shit that it takes to just be to just be something. When it's like, bro, it's sunny outside. You know, right? What I'm saying? Yeah, we all are trying to do this. Why you gotta be the nigga to bring the drama all the time when everybody getting along, bro? Like that shit be the worst. You dig what I'm saying? And, and then and I'm then. Go ahead. No, you good, bro. And then it's so crazy the times we live in because now we live in a time to where we put toxic shit on a pedestal too. Like I be seeing females saying, "Yeah, I'm a little toxic." I know. Yeah, I know. It's Talking not cute. Natural, just in this normal conversation, like it's just regular. This is like, nah. Like man. what, nigga? That's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not okay, man. Like no, fact, change fact, that. Like, and the fact that you're speaking on it like it is, bro, like. Come on, Slim. <laughs> my, my mind boggling. And you saying it like you proud too. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm proud. Like like this, proud. This, I'm I'm proud. I'm just a toxic, evil motherfucker. Like you know what I'm saying? And this is one thing that's going around when it comes to ladies that I just don't understand. When they say, "Um, I know I'm too much for you, and you know I'm too much for you," and it's like, hold on. What, Why I gotta what? be all that? Why can't it just be motherfucker relax? Like right, know. like man, Damn, some dog. shit we will never understand, bro. Yeah, it's like trying to be, and it's like, bro, just relax, bro. Being high strung when it's like my nigga, like trust me, bro. I've learned. I definitely would say I've learned over these past couple years, man. Uh-huh. I just don't want that type of element around me, bro. Not at all. Not at that, all. That's a lot, bro. It's right. And then, but but what but, but fucked me up the most about that is the people who try to make excuses for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, bro. Like, and just and also trying to use just because other people might not see that in them that you gotta be tripping because you see it. 
when it's like, bro, I'm giving you wild examples. <laughs> right. I'm giving you wild. I'm giving you something that you did yesterday. Yeah, you remember like you yesterday, shoot, right? Or, or it's you. like you see that you're like that, but you're not chalking it up to you know what I'm saying, right? You're just you're chalking up to some other shit, and it's like, come on, dog, like you gotta see it, bro. Like it can't just be me, you know what I'm saying? Can't or be, trying man. to use me as the scapegoat or I brought winging out you when it's like I'm nothing, like bro, what? That ain't even in my personality to wanna, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't get off on wanting to see the next nigga be an ass. Right. <laughs> 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 like I'm, I'm such a chill, chill, peaceful person for real. Why would, why would, if you really, and that's why a lot of times you tell if a motherfucker really know you because it's like, if you truly know me for real, for real, you would know, dog, I don't even, <laughs> that ain't even my personality. So why would I even want to even bring that out of you <laughs> exactly why would really i get a rise out of i don't you for even want that around me <laughs> entertainment like nigga. yeah i don't even want that shit around me so why would you think that it's on you know i purposefully you dig what i'm saying like I, listen dog like you said we can go to so many rabbit holes with this dog and start naming names and start really really <laughs> telling motherfuckers about themselves but we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna do that here we gonna be going like no nah, i'm gonna no nah, no nah, i'm gonna do it just just once i leave this job then i'm gonna look into it <laughs> hey you know what i'm talking about bro oh no i'm with you I'm with once you, i once i leave the job yeah i'm gonna get to talking about shit but i ain't about to do it right now but no no you know you smart <laughs> you yeah, do it the smart way yeah, yeah i ain't about to do it right now because i don't know who listening but oh uh, yeah uh, but shit, man, that that pretty much sums up the whole episode. What what you say? We should name this again. I don't forgot. This thing called life, bro. This thing, that's, and that's exactly what we're gonna name it, man. This thing called life, brother. <laughs> I'm Vine, your host Brian. We didn't get y'all another one, another thought provoking episode. Tap in, listen to it, share it, like it, do whatever you gotta do, and um, we'll see y'all again, man. We out of here. You feel me?